This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today, we talk about off-season news from the week, including the beginning of off-season workouts, another RG3 update, as usual, recap of off-season signings, the Redskins schedules out, the salary cap issue, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? What's up? I can't believe you're so loud. You're behind enemy lines. I know, dudes. I gotta be quiet. Gotta be quiet. I was almost mugged in my own cab today. You were mugged? No. Almost. Because he's in city. It's because Josh is currently in the city of brotherly hate. <laughs> I am. I'm in the city of brotherly hate. Dude, I've been traveling so much since the last time I was on the podcast, I don't even think I can name all the cities I've been in since then. For real? Were any of them NFL cities? Let's see. Yes. Well, today I'm in the city of brotherly hate. Last. <laughs> Cain and Abel. <laughs> if you count Boston, I was in Boston. If you count, I count that. Okay. Yeah. And I actually was in Boston. I was on one of the last flights that got out before they shut down Logan on the day of the uh, incident there. Oh, I didn't even know they shut down the airport. Yes. Let's see. Before they make that, sure no one could escape. You know, like if any bat. Before that, know, I was in. I was in Las Vegas. So if, if you count that from the XFL. Um, hey, Kirk Ovea played for the Las Vegas Locos. Was it Locomotives? Weren't they the Marauders? I think they were the Las Vegas Locos, but like for locomotives. Didn't he hate me play for them? He hate me. He hate me play for the Eagles eventually. <laughs> the Las Vegas. See how we like to come full circle here on HarryHogFootball.com. Anyway, Aaron, on, what episode on. is this? I got more cities. It's episode oh, oh, 324. Sorry. Go ahead, Josh. I was in Los Angeles, if we want to count that. Yep. No, because they only root for teams that are good, and that's why whenever their NFL team goes bad, they leave. I was in Cincinnati. It's a terrible NFL team. That amazes me that they don't have an NFL team, and they're like, it's because every t- it's, there's so much going on there. Every time they have a team that starts like to suck, they don't pay attention to them. Because they've got, you know, Tom Cruise and, and, and uh, I don't know, Melanie Griffith. Speaking of, RG3 was hanging out at the Tom Cruise premiere of his new movie Oblivion or whatever it's called. Was he really? Yeah, you didn't see that article? I, I, I skipped over that one. I must have missed it. Did no. he get an invite from, because he was like, Dan Snyder, can you give me an invite to that movie premiere with Tom? You didn't see the picture of RG3 with Morgan Freeman? No, I saw it like on a link, but I didn't click on it. It was pretty hilarious. Wasn't he like kissing him or something? He was like, cheek. I don't know. They were like cheek to cheek. <laughs> he was like giving him a kiss on the cheek or something. Morgan Friedman was. Yeah, so he was acting old man like. 
He was acting all old Grandpa, man. Grandpa, like God both, and everybody else, kind of. They both kind of have those cheeky freckles. Anyway, they both have those cheeky freckles. You know, Morgan Freeman freckles. He does. This is true. And he's got that voice. He's got the voice. So anyway, dudes. Wait, Aaron. I was also in Cincinnati. Oh, wait, wait. What, what I was yawning. Cincinnati. And I was also in Miami. Dude, you were in Cincinnati and you didn't even come for a visit. And I was in Atlanta. How many football how many football towns is that? Good God. Dude, well, you know Cincinnati's only like an hour from here and you didn't even come to visit. Oh, dudes, I was in Pittsburgh. To Pittsburgh. All right, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Did you go to Three River Stadium. I saw it. Pit, I looked down upon it. <laughs> we ate at some restaurant that was like up <laughs> on this big cliff, like looking right down on it. Did you go to the restaurant that puts the French fries on the burgers? That famous one. Oh, yeah. You I can't remember. The, we didn't the, go to the famous one, but. It has a giant day, burger and pizza. Yeah, he took me to one of those places and we had it that way. I forget what you call it. Pittsburgh it was kind of gross. Heinz style. <laughs> coal, yeah, miners, coal miners delight. Did you go to Heinz Field? Oh, yeah. workers New co- delight. And I was in New York. All right, so, so if New you York, count the Jets. New York doesn't count. Their teams are in New Jersey. New York, Boston, <laughs> Philly, Los Angeles. Does that count? No, John said no. And All New right. York doesn't no, count. No, LA's a terrible. Cincinnati. They don't deserve a team. Cincinnati. Uh, All right. Miami, Atlanta. That's at least seven or eight. Philadelphia. Dang, dude. You picked the wrong time to travel. I was almost in like a <laughs> You should be in the fall. I was almost in a third of all the NFL teams. Is Holmes. That's pretty good. Except you didn't go to Washington. A third. Did I go to... Oh, I went to Baltimore. There's another yeah, one. Yeah, there's another one. That's seven. That makes like a fourth. All right, people are loving this podcast. <laughs> Should be like travel blog with Josh Allen. <laughs> Six. Like, this is where Josh has been. I had a nasty burger in Pittsburgh with French fries on it. <laughs> you, you I had Pat's like Prince all... steak in Philadelphia because I didn't feel like walking down to Geno's. I'm thinking I need my own like uh, segment now. You know, like where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Remember that like kids show? Do like a video version of it where where it's like all Indiana Jones style, where you see the line moving across the map all slow. Yes, I'm gonna start strapping a GoPro to my head and basically having adventures in all the cities. I'm just gonna walk around so you guys get a point of view of me like haymanning people. (laughs) Hey man. Hey, need, every city you go to, you need to do like a little interview for the podcast and be like, who do you think's going to win the Super Bowl this year? To like people on the street and just to hear like, don't I think the Eagles are going to win. You're just like, wrong, man. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah, wrong. dude, I'd have to take off running. And unfortunately, I have a broken vertebrae. <laughs> no, you could just be like, wrong. Sorry, next. Who's next? They'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think you're wrong. It's like, yeah. no, you're moving Cause on. Because that's what happens when you turn 40, man. You fall apart. I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't know. I've got, I've got. I got four years. I got two. Less than. Anyway, dude, we still haven't really uh, introduced the episode, Aaron. It's episode number 324, 324. in of? which 
Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Thank you for that station identification. On today's show, <laughs> we're going like to talk thing. about how the off-season workouts have begun. Why don't we talk about that? Off-season yeah, workouts. Wait right. a minute. Hold on. Hold on. We have something else up there. A we recap. have to talk about our benevolent sponsor who's been trying to uh, send another sponsorship. He's to our been PayPal. trying to benevolize. He's been trying to benevolize. Desmond C. Lee. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. Big Redskins fan at Desmond C. Lee, too, because Desmond C. Lee was, one was already was hacked. <laughs> I like saying it was already taken. I like it saying it was hacked. The truth, the truth is, it was hacked. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, so yeah, he's been trying to get on there. I think it sounds like Josh. It sounds like you got that fixed. So hopefully that will work. If anyone would like to donate and sponsor Harry Hog Football, because this has been a fantastic. <laughs> Say, did you guys hear? Did hey, that reminds me. Say, that reminds me. Did you guys hear anything from that? Cowboys fan this week? Yeah. What Cowboys fan? Which one? Which one? Which one? I just gave you a hint. Uh, you know, the person that they had to contact us if they weren't truly a Cowboys fan? Oh, snap. Did you hear from him? I didn't hear from him. I even tweeted at him to warn him. I was like, you better listen to the podcast. Dude, dude, less than joking him about, uh, less than joking the fifth Beatle, the fifth, about uh, being a Cowboys fan, I'm a a little concerned at this point. Yeah, I can't even joke him. That's serious stuff. If he didn't get in touch with us, then there's got to be something wrong with him. There's got to be something up there and, uh, in Maryland slash uh has anyone uh, out there seen our comrade Will in Maryland? Hopefully he didn't flash that shirt to the wrong hopefully person. Hopefully he didn't run up to you with like a big ass coat and like flash it open and be like ah is he, dude is he MIA? Yeah we said that MIA, if we didn't hear from him last week we were gonna call him a Cowboys fan on this episode. Yeah. We're a little bit what? worried. And he didn't respond so we're a little concerned. Seriously? If anyone's seen our dog Will in Maryland okay. Tell them to contact us. You know well, the we number. We know it's the off season. Speaking of. 177 oh, yeah, number, Harry Hog. Yeah, the number 77 Harry Hog. You can email us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Or fantasy balls. at Harry Hog. You can tweet her at us. Hey, there. Um, speaking bombs. of our dog, have you guys heard from Nick DeGreek? I haven't heard from Nick DeGreek in a year. Because, dude, I, think I was Nick walking DeGreek down is, the street. Uh, yeah? Walking down the street here in Philly, and I looked up. And there's this place, and it's called Nick the Greeks. <laughs> awesome. Did you go in? Did you go no, in? No, but I almost took a photo. <laughs> Nick the Greek, you, I can't believe that you defected to the Eagles. <laughs> oh, snap. All right, see, now we're going to feel bad next week. We're going to be like, dang, Nick the Greek. What it is is everyone's just taking the off season off. You know, they're not, they're not quite as serious. They're not excited about this draft at the 51st overall pick. Even though I will be there to announce the pick, I won the contest. Fourth pick. Aaron will be there to uh, announce the pick. I'm not sure if people uh, that are running the draft are are, are aware of this, but Aaron will be there. They're aware because they gave him that big glass award today. He got like this award. That looks like that big-ass thing from the Dark Crystal. It's like a shard. (laughs) It's a shard shard that they screen printed on. They gave you a shard. 
and his bust <laughs> is on there. Etched bust. My, my bust is etched in the glass from the back, so it looks cooler. <laughs> bust. And it's like a 34 what? Huh? 34. <laughs> 34 shirt. It's probably like a 34 34 shirt. Dude, Josh, wasn't your birthday since the last time you've been on the podcast? Yes, it was. Like it a was month my, ago. It was my big round number birthday. That's what I thought. Because we were like coming right up on it, I think I would think we were round and right onto it the last time. So happy birthday, everybody! Give a big Thank fat you. happy birthday to Josh. <clears throat> you can send him big fat happy birthdays at Josh at HarryHogFootball.com. If you send it to Fantasy Balls at HarryHogFootball.com, I will forward it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you can also send it to you, John Licks Balls at HarryHogFootball.com. <laughs> <laughs> And it will get to him. Or John is a <laughs> baller. Is Josh can just jump on the computer real quick and make that email address exist. Or John's balls. I think fantasy balls works great. John's too. fantasy balls. Or you can just say John. Or you can just say balls. Ball. You can just say or balls just say with Harry Hogg football. American, oh. American balls, a new show on Annie. Or my <laughs> balls. Because here we are. We're talking about footballs. Footballs with a W at HarryHogFootball.com. Yeah, Dude, I got to tell you, this is funny. So I'm at this trade show in Philly, and I'm looking at it's a, it's a lighting trade show. And I took two photos today. You can follow me on Instagram if you'd like to see my photos. Josh Allen is my Instagram name. And this one company is called I Shat Our Shield. Uh. <laughs> And I took a photo of it, dude. What? Most most of these companies, it's like a translation thing. They most of them are sure. Asian. They're Asian. Asian. Uh, oh. And this one is called "I Shat Our Shield." <laughs> All and, our base are belong to us. <laughs> dude, 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 it says "I Shat Our Shield Inc." And then down below it says "All the protection you need." <laughs> <laughs> And dude, there's this other company that basically try to use the ESPN logo, and <laughs> and instead of saying ESPN, it says ESPEN. <laughs> <laughs> they totally ESPN. stole their logo, dude. It looks so similar. Like, is that ESPN? That's why I read ESPN, the magazine. Like, I can't wait for Sports Center. <laughs> it's the Canadian version, like Kenny Ken watches. Why? Oh my! <laughs> anyway, I had to pass this along. <laughs> I shot our shield. All the protection you get. Shot. This episode's shield. not brought to you by I shot our shield. <laughs> not based out of she shot shit Canada or Beijing. Beijing. <laughs> Where the air is gloriously clear. And yes. pollution-free. All right, I guess we should talk about the Redskins. We should. Otherwise, I'll start talking about that cheesesteak I just ate. I don't want to hear about it. We're probably going to hear it by the end of the episode, so let's hurry up. I'm falling asleep here. All right, let me see. Off-seeking workouts have begun. Yes, sir. Uh, Arakpo is 100%, he says. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's rolling. I he's thought he was 100% last year, and he got injured in the first game. Well, he got injured in the first game, and he was no longer 110%. <laughs> he was he quickly went from 100% to 
Yes, sir. So let's hope that doesn't happen this year because we need him. Again. Because I don't Dude know. Dude has to be healthy this year. He's If he has another year with a serious injury coming into uh, the uh, the fall here, it is going to officially be a bust. Injury. What about this Daryl What's on Tap guy? What is he an inside linebacker or outside? Daryl Pounds outside. Daryl What's on? He's well, an outside an outside linebacker. So where's he gonna play? Backup. He's gonna yeah. That that's to who the, Rob Jackson. And, remember him when he played for uh, 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 Virginia Tech and he was like a big deal and the big deal in the draft and blah 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 and then he like hasn't done anything. I remember when he played for the Eagles. Hmm. I'm sure there's a few Hokie fans out there listening that remember how badass he was in college, and then he got to the pros and eh. sucked. I, I'm sure there are. There's, that happens there's, to there's linebackers. Tons of Hokie fans that listen to us. Well, there's a lot of and there's a lot of linebackers from uh that come out of Blacksburg that don't imagine, amount to much once they get to the NFL. Yeah, it's just the way it rolls. It's kind of like running backs from Penn State, although we have one, even though he hasn't. He's had flashes of brilliance, but he has, sure hasn't done much of anything consistently. He's no Alfred Morris. He is no Alfred, Sir Alfred Bam Bam Sir Morris. Alfred. Hey, if we can get some Alfred Morris this year that happens to be a cornerback, we'll be in good shape. Man. I don't know, but I was talking to some Seattle fan today on the show oh, floor. Oh, great. Okay. And uh, we were talking about Russell Wilson and – complimenting each other's quarterbacks and he was like how about that alfred morris you guys got where did he come from and i was like florida atlantic and he's, he's like, like where <laughs> did you tell that seattle guy that we would have destroyed them if we didn't yeah, if we had goes, a quarterback he goes i didn't mean like what where he came from literally i just was kind of like uh where did that dude come from and i was like yeah florida atlantic <laughs> it came from his mama <laughs> He what came from Mike he... Shanahan. Mike Shanahan has a, has a very long history of drafting late running backs that run for a thousand yards. I don't know, but I'm getting sick of losing to Seattle in the playoffs three times, three times, and we were destroying them in that game. Mm, we don't need to blame need, Shanahan. We don't even need to bring it up. It's just like yeah, yeah, raking. Would... It's like pouring salt on our wounds. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. I'm moving on, and I'm also marking the calendar the next time we play the Patriots because I'm ready for that game. Are we playing oh, them this year? No, but when we do, oh, man. And we don't have them this year. Oh, man. Might we have to play them at some point? Remember the Alamo. That's in Texas. I've been bitter about that game for, like, what, two years now? Or, like, five. Has it been that long? I think it was 2009 or seven when, when they beat the living crap out of us. It was that undefeated year. Oh. 2009? Yeah, but old crybaby Brady. Oh well, I'm marking the calendar for the next time we play there. So it, I'm gonna Whatever cut my, it I'm gonna cut the sleeves off my Redskins sweatshirt next time I see old Bill Belichick. <laughs> uh, just say you know. You we, can buy them like that Patriots ones. They charge yeah, an extra ten dollars. Big sweat stains on them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it smells like mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> it smells they, like that cheap like spray simu- deodorant in the locker room. They simulated Bill Belichick's fake sweats, his sweat stains. The fake right guard. <laughs> it's like Axe body spray. <laughs> oh, good lord, Belichick! Dude, that's like what the teenagers love. Backs, they call it backs, backs. Give me some backs, buddy. I need me some backs. Belichick <laughs> back, backs. 
son. Enough about Bilichek's armpit stains. Huh? Let's get huh? on to some Redskins news. All right, yes, the off-season workouts have begun, mm-hmm. and they said there's it looked no like real... most people showed up for those. Yeah, there's no real news coming out of that so far. It's just that it's begun and that, well, the real news is that Arakpo is 100% and raring to go. There was some news out of that. They're not around. They're not allowed to throw the ball around except for the quarterback. That's not news. That's just. Facts. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's all I got. They didn't show up, and they were it's just like, "Oh no, dude, you can't throw the ball except for sexy Rexy over there." <laughs> it's He's all allowed I got. to handle the ball, dude. It's all I got. <laughs> dude, where uh, have they said anything about RG three this week? Yes, they say something this about week, him all the freaking every time. Every single week, it's like, he's a Superman. <laughs> he is way ahead of schedule. The trainers have to hold him back. He's yeah, upset, but, like, but he understands. <laughs> he's hanging out a barreler for the he, women's championship in college basketball. He's Red upset. Keeping him patient, going to, going to opening premieres with Tom Cruise. He's upset, but he understands. <laughs> he's upset, but he understands. Dude. I mean, are they like pushing him around the field and like, is he like on a rascal where he can like run around? Yeah. Dude, he's running on the grass now. He's already running. He's running? Yeah. Where have you been? Dude, I told you where I've been. Actually, I got to say, like, I got to say. been so many places. It's a Billy Joel song. The last, <laughs> actually, the last time I heard that he was going to be cleared to run on the grass like the next week, but I don't ever, I never heard if that clearance actually came in. Did you, John? Would that be I'm like heard a definite? Hold on. Would that be good grass or like <laughs> the grass, that horrible turf that was at FedEx? Field? It's not going to be the Trent Williams kind. That got it's not going to be Colorado and Washington State grass. I guarantee that. Fred like, Davis might be there though. Baylor in '71. Baylor's got you know they're kind of close to Mexico. They might have that grass. <laughs> they have peyote. <laughs> Their color is green. Because it's spirit world. Aren't they the horned frogs down there in Baylor? No, dude. That's Texas Texas Christian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The Texas, because obviously, dude, obviously, because their colors are purple and like black. I knew that. I just wanted to say horned frogs. Frogs ever. I always thought it was funny. Painted frogs, poison dark frogs. (laughs) Texas Christian was the horned frogs, but Elon was the fighting Christians. Elon was the fighting Christians. (laughs) <laughs> rather than the horny frogs right could have been horny anything it's college it could be the horny it could be the horny hokies the horny cavaliers it's college the no horny it can't hokies. be a horny hokey because aren't isn't a hokey a castrated a castrated turkey? turkey that's right <laughs> according to the 4-h website of uh north carolina hokey castrated turkey just saying it's <laughs> uva fans rejoice <laughs> anyway, anyway we've got a who takes uh, an interesting little list here of uh, the off-season signings before we get into uh, talking about the the draft coming up here in a couple of days and and the cap situation and everything. Um, Daryl Tap, Aaron's new dog, is going to wear number fifty-four. Dude, my new di- hey, my new dog is not wearing number fifty-four. He's Who's he's the new dirty thirty. The new dirty thirty, EJ Biggers. EJ Biggers. What I, when I saw that, I was just like. He's was, bigger like, than you. Mitchell is like, cannot be happy about that. I texted John about it too. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Your new dog is the new Dirty Thirty, EJ Biggins." I was just like, "Uh, what?" Didn't Dirty Thirty have a pretty good season last year? He did. He's now he's in Denver. You know why? 
because he didn't have to deal with the Redskins' crappy doctors and training staff. Interesting. They're getting a bad reputation of like so did, misdiagnosing did, things and everything. Did he ever go under the knife for his Achilles? No. No, he never went under the knife. He never did. You have bone spurs. You need to get those cut off. And it seemed like super <laughs> total fact. And then he leaves and it's just like, nope, you're fine. Maybe he was the smart one. And we were all like, he was just scared to go under the knife. Which <laughs> we were to like say nine that. on the Wonderlick or something like that. <laughs> he got an 11, dude. We were, we were all joking, and we were like, he's like a wuss. He's afraid to go get surgery done. Dude, you know who sucks? <laughs> Rex Ryan. What happened to his team that was like good a few you know years ago? Now sucks? they're like all leaving because they can't stand them. You know why he sucks? What? Because his last name is Ryan, because he's Buddy Ryan's kid. And Buddy he's Ryan, brother of that guy crap, from this. Buddy Ryan's stick lasted for like maybe two years everywhere he went. And then after that, people started getting really sick of him. And the same crap happens with him, or happened with him, happens with his son, Rex Ryan, and also with his fat son, the <laughs> other Ryan, that people call the dude, except he doesn't look anything like the dude. And he doesn't have the demeanor of the dude. At all. Very, very uh, misnamed there, Dan Patrick. I don't know. Anyway, we also signed a... That guy got fired football. too, didn't he? he hey. did, no, he, no, dude, you know what happened to him? What? I don't remember what team he ended up on, but he left the Cowboys and he's like, I'll get another job in five minutes. And that's a quote when the Cowboys fired him. He was like, I'll have another job in five minutes. So <laughs> the he? Rams signed him, and then like three or four days later, they fired him saying it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> so another team picked him up, but I don't remember which team it is. But so he's somewhere Whoever else. they are, they're idiots. Why doesn't he just go work with his brother? His brother probably can't stand him. His brother doesn't want him either. His <laughs> brothers, well, it's because they're both defensive guys, so it's it's kind of pointless to have them both there. They're just like getting a big old fat pot belly fight on the sideline. They also lo- lost Revis Island. They did well. Revis Island, I think, did the big intelligent thing and was like, "I know he's saying they lied to me. They're going to bring me back and everything." There's no way he was planning on coming back to the Jets. He's the best player they have by far. There's no way he was going to go back there and be like the best player while they rebuild with that that dumpster fire that they have in Gangrene Nation. There's no way he was going to do that. He he told his agent, get me the F out. I don't even know who they have anymore. Period. Hmm. They have Mark Sanchez. They have <laughs> Tebow still. Oh, hey, dude. They got to Brick Shaw. I why think. are we talking about the Jets? Why That's a good question. Anyway, Daryl Tap, where where Mr. Nickel? So why couldn't he be number fifty five? Isn't someone that his are, number in Philly? Someone may have already had. Maybe they no. You know what it is? They gave him number fifty four because that was the name we gave that last crappy linebacker from Philly that came to the Redskins. What fifty five? Ryan Keel has number fifty four. Well, who's Not that? Anymore. Linebacker Daryl Tap is wearing fifty four. Jeremiah Trotter had it, didn't he? Jeremiah Trotter. Remember, he came to the Redskins and sucked. And then went back over there and had like one or two more good years. Yeah, that's what yeah, he's so all I Eagles. Think that's why the locker room guys gave him fifty four. He'd be like, "Here comes another let's, crappy let's, guy from the Eagles." Well, let's play <laughs> another good, crappy good, linebacker. Good situations, good Boy. Eagle situations. James Thrash. Yes, he was. Yeah, but that was like the exact opposite. Exactly. Yeah, it's like he was good for us. Went there and sucked, and then came back to us and was good. Yeah. Right. All right. Hold on. I gotta point this out before you go any further because I. No, there were a few more signings, but I want to point out that that we signed this guy, this tackle, Tony Pashos. 
Yes. So, Aaron, I just want to let you know that I'm sending you a great big patch to put on the back of your Trey Johnson jersey. That says Pachos. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> because he's wearing number 76. No one could surplant. Not even Pachos. Randy Thomas can surplant Trey Johnson. No, Randy Thomas, he had his good times and everything, and apparently he baked some really good chocolate chip butter stick of butter <laughs> cookies. I saw him on Comcast. But he was not as bad as Trey Johnson. Everyone out there knows that my dog is Trey Johnson, number 77. Trey Johnson yeah, at his prime was bad as hell. That dude pulled like nobody's business. Hey, Tony, Tony Pashos. Tony Pashos is going to show up. When it comes time to eat, I'm not a patient man. It's Tony Pashos, and we got Ron Brace, who's also my new favorite guy. Because I can Ron say, Brace. brace yourself. We <laughs> got Ron Brace. Ron we Brace. got Jeremy Trueblood. Jeremy Philip Merlin. Number 69, dudes. Wait, who is this Philip Merlin guy? I never even heard of him until I Wasn't saw this. Wasn't he that list. dude that we were going to draft? Aaron. Or we thought about drafting a few years ago? Dude, he that was, was Merlin Olsen. <laughs> Don't you no. have a clip? Merlin Olsen. <laughs> Aaron, don't you have a clip for Jeremy Trueblood? No. Because he's wearing number 69, dudes. Merlin. Oh, Ol- do I? Jeremy Trueblood. I don't have that clip. Oh, you don't? No. Philip Merlin's that defensive end coming out of Clemson that was a possible first-round pick that we were going to go after, and then somebody else got it in 2008. And then, uh, That's right. Oh, Clemson. yeah. We Clemson let him go, the, I think. Uh, Instead, we got some other crappy guy that didn't work out. I think we got like three crappy. Was that the year we got three, two crappy wide receivers? It might have been the year we got five crappy ones. It might have been the year that we got, what's his face, Westbrook. Yeah, Clemson where the end stands for knowledge. Westbrook. No, he was way older than that. Knowledge, Clemson. No, not Westbrook. I'm not talking about him. The year that we got two dudes and they one was Devin Thomas and the other one was Malcolm Kelly. Kelly, oh, yes. might have what been happened that. to Malcolm Kelly? He's out of the league. <laughs> I haven't heard of him. Got, have you? Like, two wide receivers that had one good year in college, and one had a chronic knee injury, and the other one was an idiot, Devin Thomas. The last I heard of Devin Thomas, he was on the Giants as a special team. He retired. He retired this offseason from the Giants. He's retired. Retired? He's like 32. He's Dude, he's like 27. <laughs> I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> he Dude, Malcolm Kelly's still in the league. He's a free agent. That means he's not in the league. That means he's yeah, he's not in. <laughs> it the means league. no one wants him. I'm a free dude. I'm a free agent. As Josh a was fact, a free John agent. Adams is a free agent. Free Josh agent. would have been, but his back put him on. He's on IR, so he's, he's not a free agent. Malcolm Kelly's destroyed. been a free agent for three years. What you, is he your doing? back? Your back put you on your your back injury put you on the uh, DL with the. Uh, with the, uh, what's that, the Indoor Sand Volleyball League? Yes. You might want to face the facts, Josh. And, and you might have to t- go ahead and announce your I'm gonna, retirement. I'm going to go ahead. hanging out with the boys. Call a news conference, Josh. It's time to retire. There's Here's still no word as to whether Josh was the guy who was shirtless or the one guy, uh, Goose, who had the shirt on. I was but he sustained a, 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 a uh, pretty catastrophic back injury, career ending. <laughs> I think it may have ended his career uh, beach My volleyball. Beach volleyball career. Josh has to wear a corset now. I do. Because I was shirt off and the ladies couldn't handle it. So now I wear a corset. The boys. <laughs> Dudes, I'm just thinking. I was looking up Malcolm Kelly and I see on his Wikipedia page 
He has no life after football section. I'm going to go ahead and add that. <laughs> it, it was Josh, Josh versus Josh versus Misty May on the volleyball. Team. I was about to say, Josh, I think you're right up there with Misty May Trainer. <laughs> and what was her partner's retired. name? Did she, she retire? She the tall one. She tired, retired to be with her children. I don't know, but I want to see her get back retired, out there and like. To the catcher. I want to see her yeah, get back sure. out there and like. 13 years or whatever. She's only like, how old is she? She's a little bit younger. I yeah, really she's know. younger than me. What was the other one's name? Misty May Misty and May. Christy uh, something. No, it's Misty May and uh, Trainer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the blonde headed one's name? The tall, yeah, lanky one. The tall one. The tall one that was like, like badder ass than Christine else. Smith. Misty May. Not Christine Smith. Christy Walsh. Walsh. Christy Walsh. Christy Walsh. Walsh. It was Walsh. Carrie Walsh. Carrie. I'm looking at Carrie Walsh and Misty May Trainer. That sounds correct. I think that's correct. Misty May Trainer. Olympic gold. Carrie Walsh Jennings. That's right. She got married. Carrie Walsh Jennings. Jennings. She married Peter. (laughs) She married Chris Jennings. She married married Peter. She married Bruce Jennings. Oh, my. Peter oh Jennings. My, my. <laughs> Carrie Lee Walsh Jennings is actually uh I thirty five? She's just a little slightly younger than me. Misty May Trainer is thirty oh, older than me. Yeah, I might. thought she was like forty years old, she, man. She looks Damn, like she's forty because she spends so much time in the sun. That's true. That's right. That's true. Sun died for you. You should use sunblock people. She's not all pasty white like myself. Yeah, me too. My Scots Anglo self. Anyway, what, what what else did we have to go on? Oh yeah, the Redskins. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Redskins are about, about thirty thousand under the cap, according to numerous articles in the uh, Washington Post and other um less less uh less more, known things like Bleacher Report. Yeah, yeah you, you may think that's less, bad. Uh, less uh appropriate websites that that give you misinformation not like us yeah you may think that's bad since there's like seven draft picks we gotta sign but from what i was reading in the article um if it's correct the way things work the only the top what 51 players count the top 51 highest cap values uh, count against the team's salary cap so since these are all like lower round draft picks were taken in and um a few of them will replace our already lowest end players on the team's uh, salary. They're, They're estimating that we only need to rearrange, like I think, around two hundred thousand dollars to get them signed. Right. Which is like not that much in football money. Yeah. It's like twelve cents in football money. They're saying that the two top deals will count about one point three against the cap. Um, and yeah, and once one point. One million of the contracts of the two players knocked out of the fifty-one and subtracted from that, the Redskins will have to clear about two hundred thousand in salary cap space to sign every single draft pick. If we don't make any trades or anything like that, have you guys thought about this? If we can make it through this season and say we somehow win another NFC East division championship, right. we're going to be like fifty million under the cap for the next year. Dude, I hope so. How much will we be under the cap? We're well, already eighteen million under this year if we had it all, right? 
Well, it, no, because every uh, every year in a contract is a different number. Well, I know, but this year, if we had the same amount as everyone else, we're we have to be eighteen under them because we got the penalty. We got the penalty, but that doesn't mean we're going to be eighteen under them because if one guy's making three million this year and he's making like five million next year, no, no, that would no. Be two million more. I know, but I mean this year. If there were no penalty as of right now, we're eighteen million under what everyone else is. True that. I see your point. So we're in an eighteen million hole, even adding in the people whose salaries are escalating. And usually the salaries, well, most a lot. Well, we're going to yeah, be in good shape. Is what I'm getting escalate, at. but yeah, we're going to be in good shape. And people, if RG three it comes back healthy, and he makes it through the season, and we have a good season. And Aaron, you pointed on this like around this time last year. If he's really good, you said last year, you're like, if he's really good, people are going to want to come here and play for him, and they'll take less money. Yes, not a lot less with him. Not a lot less. It'll be a deciding factor. Yeah, it will be a deciding factor, especially if the team is in good shape. A good team can get people to sign for less money. It's like, hey, you want to go? Jeremy Trueblood and Tony Pashos, Aaron's new dog, and Ron Brace, and Ron Brace. Pashos. It's like, yeah, do you guys want to come play with RG three, or do you want to go play with Rex Ryan and uh, Mark Sanchez up there in New York? (laughs) With Rex Ryan and and Stephen Ryan. Or do you want to go to the Jaguars? (laughs) Or do you want to go to the Bills, who don't have a quarterback at all? Like, I don't even know who their quarterback is right now. They have Fitzpatrick still, don't they? Hold on, I'll ask my friend uh, Bill. I don't know if they still do or what. He might have gotten cut halfway through the season. Josh's friend Bill from Buffalo. (laughs) In all serious. Is his handle Buffalo Bill? Don't they have Carson Palmer now? Dude, I don't know. I know he got cut. Bill's got Carson Palmer? He got traded someone. I thought he got cut. No, he got traded. Uh, you know, by the Raiders who gave up two first round picks to the Bengals to get him. I'll have to say, I'll have to say I was wrong about him because back a few years ago, I was saying that Redskins should try to get him. Remember? He was good a few years ago, though, dude. Yeah. He got hurt. He was good back then, but then he got hurt and he's never been the same since. But then again, he played for crap teams, like, or crap organizations, I should say, like the uh, Bengals. which have which both have terrible terrible owners like at least they have a decent coach in cincinnati bills Bills have fun in toronto buffalo bills all right what's next on the agenda here i'm falling asleep all right possible draft choices josh or josh you want to run down this one hold on let me fight off this mugger okay (laughs) All right, Josh is getting ready to fight off the mugger. Josh, stop slapping your Swedish fish and go through the possible draft choices. I I took this segment last year and said we were possibly drafting RG3. Now, who's who are we going to get with our 51st pick? I am the tiger. I think we need to look look at defensive backs. Okay. I agree with that wholeheartedly. We definitely need Agreed. defensive backs. Even I though I think everyone's going to look be... at sa- I think we need to look at safeties and cornerbacks. I think everyone. <laughs> Hello. Can you... Hello. Chase Minifield. So the question is, is like, who would it be? Chase Minifield. 
Yeah, that's going to be... He's kind of the wild card, isn't he? If he comes back and, like, you know... I mean, I don't think he's like, like you know, Darrell Revis, but, I mean, he was definitely a solid player in college. He could definitely help us if he comes back and he's healthy from uh, that microfracture surgery. Yeah, I hope so, because we need all the help we can get. We need to start taking some... Rolling the dice on some of these dudes we can get cheap. It's our only way. That's what we've been doing, though. That's what we. That's all we can do. That's what we've been doing it. It's just like, but you know what? We're doing it a lot more intelligently than the Redskins have done in the past ten years or so. Because there's been years where it's just like, well, we got to sign this guy off the street. And you know why? One name. Got rid of Serato. Bruce Allen. That's why. Yep. Allen the Bruce. We got rid of freaking Serato. Oh, he was horrible. That's one of the greatest cuts we've had. You know what? He's got like a a national radio show. Or, you know, I I don't even want to go into it. Never mind. He's just he he keeps getting work. It's probably because he has a connection for really good cocaine. I don't understand the... that. All right, dudes. But with with um with those two draft, I mean, with those two guys we just picked up at offensive tackle. Do you how do you feel we are on offensive line now? Do we need to like really address that? I think the big thing we needed on the O-line was depth. The O-line was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, despite what people were saying in the media, I thought they did pretty well last year. All the people in the media didn't like watch the Redskins play. They were just like, I've never heard of anyone on their offensive line. They suck. <laughs> like, they didn't watch. We had actually one of the top offensive lines in the NFL last year. We had the second leading rusher. Yeah. And we had we had good pass defense all in all. And yeah, I know part of it is because RG3 is extremely mobile, or he was, hopefully still will be, but, bless you. Sorry. And <laughs> I was just like, sorry, I moved, I had to say ouch. Dude, he's Superman, he's well ahead of schedule, go ahead. So, yeah, but, it, you know, all in all, the, the offensive line was actually rather good. And yeah, we maybe we definitely want to upgrade here and there, but we got more pressing matters compared. You know, the offensive line held up well. Our defense was thirty first in the league. Yeah, I think we got to take a cornerback, dude. And the question is, I think we got to look really hard at cornerback. Who's going to be available around there? Have you seen any mocks or anything? Like that dude from Oregon State. What's his name? Jordan Pointer. Yeah. But you know dude. what it comes down to, dudes, is can we get someone with the 51st pick that can contribute immediately? And I'm not so sure. All right. I was looking sure. at what oh. other people were saying. Somebody, who is this? Somebody was saying. John, what are you talking about? We got Alfred Morris in the seventh round, and he contributed immediately. Ritzkin yeah, but that's, that's total Mike Shanahan. He drafts cool. Shanahan has a reputation of year in and year out of drafting running backs late in the draft. Running backs, not cornerbacks. Chase Minifield's He can it. get running backs all the damn time and, and make them work in his system because it's such a different system for many people from the average, the, the usual uh, system running system in the NFL. That's why we have like lighter, more nimble offensive linemen than we're ever, we've ever been used to in Washington. It's a very different system. That's why someone like Columbus who is a journeyman, has worked out really well at right tackle for us. But as far as quarterbacks are concerned, you know, I, I, have, I have a lot of faith that Mike Shanahan, old glass eye, can get another corner, could get another running back in the sixth round that can start. 
but I don't have any faith that he can draft a cornerback in the sixth round that can start. All right, well, Chase Manfield is going to contribute. I hope he does. I really hope he does. And we got your favorite player of all times, number 23 back, so I don't see what you're worried about. Dude, seriously, that's not even funny. All right. <laughs> so we don't have anything to add about any possible draft choices? All right, who wants to run down the picks that we actually have? We know we have the 51st. Then what else do we have? Mm. Well, we've got... Crickets. Cheep, 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 cheep. Do I need to, I'm going to click on the link so I can tell you guys. I'm already on it, dude. We've got a pick in the third, fourth, fifth, and fifth, and sixth and seventh rounds. All of the picks that we have in the second through the seventh rounds are our picks, which is whatever position we ended I'm up surprised with. Surprise at that. All right, go ahead. Like that. But in the fifth round, we have an extra pick that we got from the Patriots, pick 162, which is eight picks after our normal pick at 154. And we get that pick. We get the Patriots, fifth round pick, number 162 overall, because of Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> His hundred million dollars was resorted to some extra fifth round pick. His one hundred million dollars was the signing bonus for our fifth round pick. <laughs> Second fifth round pick this year. <laughs> hey, maybe that Albert Hainsworth pick will be worth something. It, it, it's it's going to end up being like the next Alfred Morris. He's but the cornerback. You don't have any faith in EJ Biggers. Uh, Do you have any faith in Tenard Jackson or uh, what's that other guy that came in for one game, Merriweather? Do you have any faith? Merriweather, if he can stay healthy, that would be great. I think Merriweather's bad year this year was an anomaly with all the bizarre injury stuff that happened. Now, Tenard Jackson needs to to put the lighter down and quit smoking the tree because, you know, we don't hate the tree, but, dude, your job depends on you to stop smoking pot. Quit freaking smoking pot and do your job. You're making millions of dollars to not smoke pot. What is your problem? <laughs> okay? It, it, that's what it comes down to. The guy, if he gets busted one more time for drugs, he's done. He's out of the league indefinitely. And he's an idiot. Puff, puff, gives, give, Tenard. Puff, puff, give, yo. Come Pass on, that. Tenard. Come on, Tenard. You know, you know you want something. <laughs> Tenard. But seriously, it's just like... You're messing you up the rotation. Gotta, you gotta put the cron down, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about Fatty Baker? Tonight. Fatty Baker got re-signed. Uh, someone offered him the guy that I call Chet. Fatty Baker, Chet Baker. Chet. Someone offered Chet. him Chet. A, uh, a restricted free agent tender, which was a one-year, one point three two million, and the Redskins matched that. Just the other day, and it was on the final day they had to match it. Um, and I think that's a good call. We we need a big fat fatty there to uh, back up the center. And he's I know huge. We've got Cofield, but he's not, Cofield's not a big fat fatty. He is a solid inside we've guy. Got freaking, he's not a big like just monster. But we got my dude there too. He's quicker. He's slimmer and he's quicker. We got Chris Neal and Bob. Dog, Chris Neal and Bob. <laughs> So we got some depth there. One of those guys will end up getting cut at the end of it or put on injury reserve. Chris Neal's not going to get cut. He's huge. 
So yeah. is Fatty Baker. I know. Chet and Chris are good backups for Cofield. They're good change of pace guys too, because Cofield's a little more athletic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And these guys just come in and like house people for a few plays, and then you put a little bit quicker and more athletic Cofield in, and that's how sacks happen. Dudes, what was the name of that offensive lineman we got a couple sack. years ago? Went to Texas that was like 400-something pounds, and he had to slim down by 100 pounds, and then Shanahan became coach. I don't remember. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, though? we were pulling for that guy. We were. I can't remember his name. Oh, he was yeah, first-round pick. I can't remember yeah, his name. If any of you guys remember this guy's name, you name you can uh, uh, tweet Mike us. Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Okay, Big never mind. Mike Williams. Put your Twitters down, folks. Big Mike. Big Mike Williams. Couldn't a guy like that just be like a run stuffer up the middle? If you're 420 pounds, can't you just like throw him on the defensive line and be like, stand there? Or Don't just tell him to fall. <laughs> just fall down. Just fall just down to- around. They just, have to go just around. Say, like, Don't let anyone move you. Two just people stand. could push a man that size, and they're not going to move him. Just I would hope. Fall down and roll around and take him Mike, out. Mike, 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 bend your knees. They won't be able to move you. Just stand there and don't let anyone come this way. I wonder what well, happened to that guy. Because he know. made that huge comeback. He had some heart problem, remember? Yeah, he did. Remember he failed his physical or whatever. He had, like, some heart yeah. embolism or something, remember? But and they, they said, went through, like, the whole season, like, trying to get him back and everything, and then he, I guess he retired. I guess because Subway didn't Shanahan work. Shanahan didn't want him because he weighed twice as much as his typical offensive lineman. Mike Williams. <laughs> What's his uh, typical uh, one, 205 pounds? This, they're like one of the smallest offensive lines in the uh, entire NFL, the National Football League. Offensive line. All right, what else do we have? Are we going to take a short break and then come back and wrap this thing up? Because no one's one listening. More th- yeah, yeah. One more thing on the draft. There is a party, draft party at the Jack, Jack Ken Cook Stadium, not FedEx Field. And Josh's play. house. And you Josh's house. For football. It's on Saturday from 12 to 5. Uh, they will have RG3 at the Jack. The real RG three, not a not a. Uh, Josh will have the version. red snapper, uh, UNC alumni at his house in Raleigh. I will. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> so right. take your pick. Either one is free. And you'll be able to tell firsthand <laughs> if RG three is ahead of schedule. The thing is, if you come to my house, you'll definitely get an autograph. <laughs> anyway, we'll get. I'm not saying by who. I'm just saying. Period. All right, right, well, we'll talk to you guys after this really short break. Yeah, we'll we'll come back from the break, talk about a few things. Uh, We'll come back on a a slightly somber note I want to talk about, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right. You're listening to to Harry Harry, Hog Hog, Football. football, football. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Chan from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets, and it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man, well, 
He's a man for his time and place. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee, 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. For basic freedom. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Dude, is Desmond C. Lee one really taken on Twitter? It was hacked. Because I know Desmond C. Lee was taken. But <laughs> what about Desmond dude. C. Lee one? I don't know, dude. I think it was already taken. It was hacked. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yo, yo, did I miss anything? What's going on? Uh, Yeah, you missed the fact that it's time for your somber announcement oh my somber announcement dudes i, d- I do want to take a moment here Harry football and uh you know talk about the passing of pat summerall who was uh for people our age back in the 80s it was nfc east was the most dominant division in football and pat summerall and john madden called so many of the great games that went on there and uh, you know I mean, yeah, Pat Summerall played for the Giants and everything, or whatever. Just he had this this great calm demeanor that went perfectly with John Madden. I still think they're one of the best broadcasting duos of all time. And I think, you know, for many people our age, we're we're kind of it, it's one of those things where we look back, it's like, oh, they were so great. But even at the time, I know that I thought, man, these guys are really great. They're so much better than everybody else. And looking, you know, having heard so many duos and trios since then, they're still, I think, John Madden and Pat Summerall, one of the great dynamic duos. And saying dynamic fits. It doesn't fit, but it does fit. Because Pat Summerall was so calm, and he was one of those announcers that didn't have to use a lot of words to describe what was going on. It was intelligent enough to just let the visuals take hold. And to let uh, John Madden, who was at, uh, obviously like the star power, take take control and take you know take charge and everything at at the proper time. So, you know, I really miss Pat Summerall as an announcer. I think I I wish there were more play by play guys like him. So, you know, little uh little kudos to Pat Summerall. He was a great announcer, and it, it was too bad when uh, I I thought it was sad when I heard him pass on because not only was it a part of uh the childhood of many of us who are massive Redskins fans, especially in the eighties during the glory years. Um, you know, it was good. It was good. So Amen, brother. would have been good to, it would have been good to hear him do some more. It sounded, it sounded like he was in the hospital for an operation and uh, they had complications and, and it's just too bad. I don't, I don't think he got enough due. And it, and it seems that, the subtle ones like him that are so great. It's, you know, it's kind of like Vin Scully, who is very subtle as with the, uh, with the Dodgers as their radio guy, you know, he, he's, he's great, but he, and he doesn't, he doesn't have to say a lot to, to get his point across. He, he lets, he lets the game 
talk for itself. So yeah. that's summarized. Yep. He was good. He was good. <laughs> he had a great voice. He just had great timber. So eloquently a, it's there. like it's he like in Major League. Does you have anything to add to that, Monty? <laughs> nope. 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 They don't call him the Stand. best color commentator in baseball for nothing. It's our basic food. I know I was always hoping that him and John Madden would get together and do like the Super Bowl one year. Just for That would have been great. It's like bring him back for like the really great games like that. That would have been fantastic. But, you know, we had the great year. I mean, he was so huge when we were growing up as, you know, in teenage years and everything. And just, there aren't a lot like him. And I wish there were more like him instead of the people that are trying to bring attention to themselves instead of the game. There's too many announcers that that think they're more important than what's happening on the field. Chris Collinsworth. God, he's gotten bad. He's gotten so bad. He used to be good. All right, dudes, let's wrap this thing up. Um, regular season schedule's out. If you guys didn't hear, you can go check it out at the Redskins site or anywhere else. Yes, sir. We open we the open season against the Eagles. The first Monday night game. And I'm here scouting reconnaissance. <laughs> it's the first. Don't forget, there's two games that day. They do the early Monday night game, so it'll be at 7 o'clock or 7.10. And we have five, count them, five night games this year, including, and this is such BS, we close the season at... Not even at home, even though we won the division, we closed the season at the Ghetto Lands against the Giants. What? And those dodgy ass Mara owners that that <laughs> find basically are the reason that we got fined thirty six million dollars in cal- in salary cap space. What? That's all right. They're getting weak. swept this year. It's weak. It's so totally weak. There's no reason we shouldn't have a home game to end the season. Swerks. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know. You guys can check it out. There's all the highlights, blah, 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 blah. Some good games on there. It's a harder schedule because we won the division, not the Giants. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, check it out. There's no reason to go through it. You guys can look it up. All right, Hog Slop, if you guys didn't hear, RG3's jersey set the one-year sales record between 4-1-12 and 3 one thirteen, and he wasn't yeah, even on even, the team all that time, was he? I know he wasn't on the team. That's not even actually like a whole calendar year, but that was what was cited in the article. But yeah, he he sold more jerseys in a in a slightly distorted NFL calendar year than any other player. How about that? No hey, VR we, of the week this week. None. None of them were funny enough. You know who's starting to take kind of the place of VR of the week because they're trying to get better? Is this like ranter? Is it rant or ranter.com? I don't, I don't know. know. We're going to keep a tab on that. There seems to be a new BR lurking in the shadows as the Bleacher <laughs> Report tries to get a little bit more legit and a little bit less uh, guy in their basement blogging. No, they're still bad. They're still bad, but they're not as bad as they used to be. They're, 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 is it Gawker? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to keep tabs on this because there, there's a new BR lurking in the shadows, folks. <clears throat> Stay tuned. Anyway. That pretty much about wraps it up. Hold on, did you guys hear that they like they made an announcement on ESPN 980 about uh, resurfacing the field? No. Did we talk about that? I saw that, but I kind of figured that made complete common sense, and they have to do it. But it's like a mid-season resurfacing or something like that. Like basically, we have like three weeks in November where we travel for two weeks. Uh, 
and then we're we pl- we play the Chargers, and then we travel for two weeks. So it's like three weeks that they can do it. I guess they're going to do it during that time. Cool. I don't know why we just went start the season with why? New Jersey. Uh, hopefully that well, means they're going to start the season. Would mess it up. Dude, they're going to have Chesney's to start the season with New Sod. It was horrible at the last game. They Dude, have to. Chesney's just going to mess it up. It wasn't. There wasn't even dirt there, in, or grass there in September. It was painted dirt. It's a joke. So anyway. hopefully they'll get that fixed. But you'll. I guess we'll find out more of that as we're going on. Everyone knows that. You know, obviously they should be repainting it now, or re-resodding it, or seeding it now. <laughs> Or repainting it now, whatever they feel like doing. Who cares? Anyway. Oh, is it me? I think that pretty much wraps it up. Or do you love my hair? Like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Like a derriere. <laughs> I think that's it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. If you see a Cowboys fan, Gioka! Gioka!